1: The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the
0: very best in darts. 180!
1: Talking darts,
2: this is At The Occy on SENZ.
3: Yes, we are celebrating good times here on SCNZ At The Yockey with Ben Francis here. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting them all at the Dart Depot. And the big reason why we are celebrating today is because the man to my left has qualified for the World Darts Championship, so we got him on literally a matter of hours after he had qualified two weeks ago. He had barely just seen his family again, and I was haggling him saying, come on the show, come on the show, but he's finally in studio. Ben, mate, Ben, Rob, big rig, congratulations. <laughs>
1: Cheers, bro. Uh, we've been talking about it all year, and uh, like we said, all roads led to that to that tournament, and uh, to pull it off, bro, like absolutely stoked, man. Um, oh, I've had dreams about getting back there, and I feel like this is the most consistent I've been playing since I've been playing Dart. so I feel like I've figured a lot of things out. And I would just love to see how it would go when I get back on that stage. Has it sunk in yet? Yeah, I guess it's kind of hard. It's like the gloss of qualifying for the worlds, and like your first time you do it, it's like wow, you know. And then yeah, you not know, want to be like you know, you just think it's home, or and and whatnot. But um, this time around, I feel like I want to achieve something more than just qualifying. So everyone's like, I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm stoked to get there and, and compete again, but. I just really want to improve on what I've of what I've built already. So, um, yeah, it's 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 sunk in, but it'll it'll feel better when I get that first win on the stage.
3: And I guess heading there this year, there's not going to be lots of the hassles that impacted you going last year with like the MIQ spots. I know that was a real big issue for you going over last year. There's none of that anymore. No. Fingers crossed, you don't get COVID this time as well. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but even if you do, it's just. Isolating when you have symptoms, Uh, you don't get tested anymore. Um, It's just pretty much um, like any other kind of flu or whatever. If you're sick, stay home, and if you have symptoms, stay away. But yeah, last year, last game I played was nationals for dart council in August, and then I went, you know, five months with no darts. You know, man to man, just online stuff, and I think that really played on me. As soon as I landed and I started playing in the room with like demo and and Jose practicing around with them, and, and just, I felt so uncomfortable. But this time around, like, I've worked through a little niggly parts of my game, and I just, I'm excited to see the way that I'm feeling, the way that I'm playing, I'm excited to see, when it all comes together, what I can do. Because I feel like this is, like, the best I've been, like, playing. So, I'm like, I am, I, I'm really up for it this time around.
3: Well, I know we've spoken about it before, and uh, you notice when you're up on that stage that your game wasn't there. Yeah. compared to how we know you can be. And as a, as a supporter of you, and I know the, other, the rest of the New Zealand darts community probably felt the same. It was disappointing to see you play that way, but yeah. then you later said about the COVID and all the other challenges, which was totally understandable. But kind of what have those work-ons been this year to kind of get your game to that next level where you feel a lot more happy and confident in it?
1: Um, well, first things first is, is away from the, the game. Uh, I have an amazing um, missus. Uh, future wife, <laughs> uh, the father-in-law standing behind me, smiling. But um, like she's just taking care of everything away from darts And like when I'm not practicing or i have had a hard day at work, she's the one like get into my head, you know, make make those days away from the family count. So that's been massive for like my my consistency and the, and then understanding why my action performs in certain situations and like why my mindset drops out. Like, I've been really, like, trying to analyse my, my own performances. Like, I've been doing little, like, like voices like voice messages to myself just to, like, uh, remind myself what worked, um, what bad habits I went into when I was playing and how did I pull myself out of those habits. So I've been a lot of self-reflection this year, lots of... Um, I've had a few, like, moments where they went wrong, but I kind of pulled through. And, you know, you'd rather learn while you're winning than losing. You, know, you always learn lessons when you lose, but... Like, if I just get through a game, then going, hey, what made me just get through it? And how can I be more dominant next time? And I feel like as the year's gone on, I've got more and more consistent.
3: You know how us as Kiwis, we like to find some relation to some things, you know, like say we see someone on TV, we're like, oh, that's my brother's, you know, cousin's nephew's daughter, you know, <laughs> something like that. That's that's what I'm doing here. I'm saying it's because you played me this year. You finally oh. got to play me on the hockey is, is why you've managed to find that extra level because, you know, you met a real opponent up on that hockey. Oh,
1: i tell you what, when I absolutely thrash you on the board, <laughs> I got so much confidence from it. <laughs> nah, nah. Well, there yeah. you go. See, it worked. <laughs> nah, mate. Lots of little things. Things like that, bro, like, and enjoying the game, you know, like COVID last year kind of just made it a bit of a job and, and whatnot. But like, man, like winning becomes a habit. And if you can be consistent at that, it just kind of falls naturally in.
3: Well, you've had a lot of winning this year on the New Zealand stage. So we really hope that you can take it over to the UK. And uh, you're telling me just off here before, yeah, you know, you're going in just over a month and kind of what's what's the next month looking like? And then what what is the kind of plan and the build up towards the world champs?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, my lovely partner Lana has booked me out every weekend until I'm gone now. <laughs> um, <laughs> this weekend I'm playing the Maldys in um, West City, the New Zealand Moldy tournament in, in Ranui in um, West City. And then uh, the following week I'm in Hamilton for the singles comp they got there. The following weekend I'm in Levin for the New Zealand Dark Council last ranking event.
3: When you said you got booked out, I thought you meant like doing family stuff, not playing darts. No,
1: no, mate, she, <laughs> if, like I said, bro, like, you know, if, you, if I want to perform the best way is to play. So she's booked me out and, and playing anyway. Uh, then Levin, And then after that, I'm in Hamilton again. Um, did up a move there. Um, dark club. I'm not too sure. I think it's pine. Uh, I'll just botch it anyway, but, um, yeah, so they've moved their club to another, another venue and they're putting on a back-to-back singles comp, um, at the end of November. And then, and then I'm off on, on the third, second of December. Um, Fly over there, and I'm going early because um, the Motor Super Series has um, given me a, a spot there to play on that that YouTube streaming um, kind of tournament. Yeah, for
3: those that don't know, we're talking to Phil Bars about that. I think it was two shows ago talking about the Motor Series yeah. and said he'd love to get you on. So it's really great to hear that yeah. you've got the green light now, and you're actually going to be on there.
1: Yeah, I got a week. I got a week of high quality darts leading into uh, the Ali Pally, so uh, couldn't be any better. Uh, uh, the, the 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 setup to the world champs this time around, and I'm either gonna get you know exposed, or I'm gonna learn a whole bunch, and hopefully those lessons I'll I'll you know transport them to the to the big stage and. And see what happens. Um, and then wait for that draw
3: that we're all going to see who I'm playing. Oh, mate, there's going to be there could be some very, very tough opponents <laughs> on that side of the draw. Uh, I think there's a few players that you probably want to avoid, uh, but we can touch on that a bit later. Uh, but it's eight minutes past eight here on At The Yockey. Ben Francis and Ben Robbins Studio. Coming up on the show, very shortly we're going to be catching up with a man that... Uh, he beat you this year, didn't he? Beat you in one of the tournaments, in Mate, the DPZ tournaments. twice
1: in two tournaments. Oh,
3: twice in two tournaments. My apologies. We've yeah. got uh, Jack Shepard coming on very, very shortly. And then I believe he, this next man is a part of your uh, Team Misfits. Am I correct? No, you're oh, totally
1: wrong there, Ben Francis. Oh, he's I'm, Team Rebel.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh,
1: if there was an arm wrestle in two Australian um, teams, it would be Team Rebel and Team Misfits. But, you know, we, we support each other, but it's a bit of a banter. They're two high-quality teams. Well, but... well,
3: there you go. So you're technically our teammates. Oh, yes, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Mel Cumming coming up as well. Uh, we had Mel on earlier this year. He played at the, at the New Zealand Darts Masters, but he also qualified uh, for the World Darts Champs, so his first ever time going there, which is very, very exciting for him. But... Mate, I'm honestly so glad to have you in this time. I I said last time when we spoke to you on the phone we had party poppers and everything, but (laughs) we've been celebrating too many other things here, so I'm sorry. They've all been used. The party streamers are all gone. Use the budget, eh? Poor old darts. use more than the budget. You should see the dartboard outside. It's not in very good shape at the moment. <laughs> Everyone's like, we've got to, got to aspire to be like Ben, and it's been put to some damn good use. That's
1: good, mate. People
3: playing darts is a good thing. And, of course, the show at the Yockey, proudly brought to you by the Darts Depot. Dart darts boards are lighting and more. the Dart Depot. And if you actually haven't been to the Dart Depot, I suggest you pop in. I popped into the new shop uh, last Thursday, actually, for the first time since it's been a new premises. Very nice. Yep. Had a throw with your darts. Nice. They were very good. I, I set myself a challenge to get a 180 with them, and I didn't. <laughs> I lost count of how many 140s I got, mate. Uh, but didn't get it. But I, I do like them. And I don't know, maybe it's just the 180 darts I like.
1: Mate, it's it's the barrel, mate. I spent six, seven years designing that barrel in my mind, and Andy and Lucas from 180, they um, made it come alive. And honestly, we get so much good feedback from those darts because the shape of them is, is so rare in, in, in darts, and... A lot of people who throw them actually enjoy them. So if you haven't got a set of figure rig darts yet, we sell them in 21, 23, or 25 grams. so are you trying to get, some, get, extra money, in
3: there, get man. some extra money before you go away?
1: Oh, 100%, <laughs> mate. But they keep selling out. They really do. We keep bringing them in, and they keep getting sold. So uh, they are a fan favorite, and that's for reasons. So if you try to look for a new barrel, give them a go because uh, you know, they're a unique shape. And you know, you might get an extra five points on
3: your average. Oh, there you go. Well, I, I, felt, I felt like when I was throwing them, I, I would. So that's why I'm going to get myself a, a set and uh, hopefully get that elusive win against you with your own darts. And that uh, would just make me incredibly smug. Oh, mate. Yeah, we, we
1: all have dreams, mate. We all
3: have no, dreams. It's going to come reality. It's going to come reality. I to catch you on a really, really off day. And, and then I'm just going to bask in the glory. I'm never, ever going to let you forget about it. Oh, I hope you do, mate. I hope you do. Well, so do I. <laughs> All right, it's 11 minutes past eight here on SCNZ At The Yockey. Coming up after the break, we are going to be talking more darts with Jack Shepherd. 15 minutes past 8 here on the Oki. proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit thedartdepot.co.nz. Uh, ben Francis here alongside me, Big Rig, Ben Rob, and uh, would you like to introduce our next guest?
1: Oh, mate, this kid's got a big future in the game as long as he stays uh, grounded and motivated. No, he's knocked me out of a national tournament once and uh knocked me out of the pro tour tournament on saturday like goals numbers, he, goals to me right there oh mate he's legit um mate uh he doesn't have a nickname yet either by the way so maybe we get on that but um yeah we just call him the kid jack shepherd how are we bro yeah
2: not too bad guys
1: uh how are you <laughs> <laughs> look at your confident ass,
3: jack look at you
1: <laughs> awesome <laughs> nah good bro
3: Hey, uh, Jack, uh, you've got a pretty big end of the year coming up, which is a big reason why we wanted to get you on. Uh, you've got the is it the JDC World Champs coming up in Gibraltar and potentially the WDF World Youth Masters as well?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, so, yeah, I'll play all the days in Gibraltar and then, what, just over a week later, we'll be off to Assen to play in the Youth World Masters and I think there's two other events there I can play in. So, yeah, looking forward to that.
3: How how exciting is that? Considering the last couple of years with COVID, and there hasn't been able to be much travel with darts or anything like that, and now you're going to be you know jumping across the other side of the world.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, the COVID just got away uh, got in the way of the darts a bit, so hadn't been hadn't been overseas since 2019. So it's it's definitely an exciting thing to be getting back into it. So. Yeah, really looking forward to it.
3: Are you going to uh, be staying over the UK long enough to pay uh, Big Rig some support at Alley Pally?
2: <laughs> nah, uh, unfortunately, not this, not not scheduled. But if I if I do well at the Youth World Masters, I might be able to qualify for a, for the World Champs at the Lakeside for the Youth. Um, I don't know when that'll be held, but if it's if it's around that time or something pops up hopefully we'll be able to stay on a bit longer but no we fly fly back on the 12th of December so literally just miss out on it which is unfortunate but no, I, I won't I'll be there next year so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy um how's the preparation going for this tournament Jack Are um, you change anything up bro are you gonna, you're gonna you gonna put more time on the board Are you working on your mindset like wh- what are you trying to work on to get better for for your for your trip overseas.
2: Yeah, definitely trying to focus on the mindset and yeah, I'll, I'll put in a few more hours on the board hopefully leading up to it. and uh yeah, the mindset definitely got to be confident and just know what you're capable of so that that's the main thing but definitely want to put in a bit more prep and just so I'm ready for it.
1: Well, mate, you, you beat New Zealand number 1. Quite comfortably too, and I thought you miscounted. So yeah, uh, your, your confidence <laughs> got to be well, wow, mate. Uh, you even outcounted me in that final in, in that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, so you're all. Uh, what are you off to? You're after Gibraltar. To Gibraltar. Uh, who's who's going with you, bro? It's a bit of a team going with you, eh?
2: Yeah, we've got the the four four players on the team, and then got got young Joe coming along with us. He'll play he'll play in the opens which is pretty cool and going over with Kelly Machu, the the uh ones at Tomato running the academy for the juniors and they're doing a really good job of that and really growing the, the youth side of New Zealand arts, which is great to see.
3: Awesome. If you're if you're a big person on social media, uh, you'll probably know Jack from his some of his YouTube videos and some of his uh, photos he's posted up over the last couple of years as well. We're going to see any great more uh, videos coming while you're overseas.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to uh, as long as find the time and find the topic. Uh, we we want to get some footage of of Gibraltar at least. And, um, yeah, I'll we'll see how it goes from there. Maybe something will pop up or hopefully get an opportunity to pr- produce some content, but we'll just have to see how it goes.
3: Can I just ask you, you know, how, how do you come up with some of this stuff? Because I know some of the videos you have done, uh, I know they're the one with Simon Whitlock in particular, went incredibly viral.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I honestly, I do not know how it happens. It just, I, just all of a sudden something just pops in my mind and I, I have to do it within a certain amount of time or it just leaves me or I have to write the message to myself but yeah I like like to have a little think about stuff and um yeah just every now and then good idea pops up I've had that new this is a series of the players I uh started off with, with Gary Anderson and uh I think I might have done Mike Van Geel and before that and then, yeah, got to the Simon Whitlock one and that just that just went <laughs> absolutely crazy. So, yeah.
1: So, how did you get into the game, Jack? Um, I know there's stories about uh, Phil Taylor coming over and you having a go against him. Um, some people might not know that story, but like, how did you get into the game, bro? Uh,
2: so, when I was four, my dad taught me the game to help out with Mathematics, you know, get get an advantage on the mathematic game, and I kind of just grew from there. Really, really enjoyed playing the game, and yeah, got to play Phil in an exhibition in Invercargill. Oh, first name
1: uh, basis for Phil Taylor, eh, Jack? <laughs> just Phil to you, eh? Just
2: <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, so I played Phil, and you know, got the exposure from there with because uh, the, well. I, it says I beat them, but they, they took a score off, a number off my score, and, oh, you know, I still hit the winning double, so I'll take it all day. But, yeah, <laughs> got the got the exposure from there, got front of the newspaper, and uh, we were trying to get me into a club from there because it was the first time I played full-distance hockey and had to jump and grab my darts, and, yeah, so... Um,
1: no jumping yeah, now, eh, bro? Then need to jump no more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we tried getting into a club, and uh, we asked a few, and they wouldn't take me. And then along came Steve Pedger, and you know he's like, "Oh, I like them to be nine, but oh, yeah. went, oh wait, wait a minute, is that that kid that played for Taylor? I'll take him." So I got into got into a club, and then started playing more and more. And then competition came about when I was nine, and then. Yeah, just kept on doing it from there.
3: What would you say has been your the your greatest achievement at the hockey so far?
2: Whoa was, oh, which one would it be? There's um, a few youth ones that have been been good, but I, I like I like doing well in the men's game. Like beating Ben, probably one of the greatest achievements <laughs> yeah. up there as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, Too nice. Making making the top eight in Gibraltar the last time I went was, was pretty big. Um definitely as a world event. And um yeah. Something something along the lines of that or maybe a couple of national youth titles for them Hope to hope to put a few men's titles on there next year. Definitely wanna definitely <laughs> wanna get a pro tour. Definitely wanna get a pro tour next year. I came came relatively close in the last pro tour and made Made the semi, Mr. dart to make the final, but hopefully next year it'll kick in.
3: What about qualifying for the New Zealand Dance Masters? Is that going to be on on their radar next year?
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely a big one. I'll, the the dart Masters is really probably one of the best events that you could go for. Yeah, in in New Zealand, like it's such a massive opportunity if you can get into that so that would just it would be a massive opportunity if you could just get into play with that but next year is going to be big competition you've got to really in that spot next year uh,
3: for for people that are listening and sort of uh, sort of getting into darts you know, you've been doing darts for a while kind of what are the what are the main things that you do when you when you practice because everyone's got you know different things they do in terms of games or what they throw at the board and things like that.
2: Yeah, a lot of people have their practice routines. I kind of just throw it throw it at the triple 20, really, but I've been trying to sort it out lately and get into a few proper games so I can really focus on what I'm doing as opposed to just hitting randomly at a board. So I've been playing the computer uh, there's a few apps that you can go on, just play five oh one, you might play one two one. One two one's a really good game. Um yeah, just kinda like that. Been some practice on doubles, like you can't you double, you can't win games, so doubles is massive. There's a few practice games on that I do around the world doubles, uh, stuff like that that's pretty good for for you all around.
3: And uh Jack, before we let you go, of course you got your big trip coming up, uh, is there any way that people can help contribute to this at all?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. The the Netherlands one's definitely gonna be a hard one to hard one to fund. So um yeah, I created a GoFundMe uh, a while back, but that ran out. So um we run a few few raffles um on It'll, you'll probably find it on one of my pages, my main Facebook page, or you might it might even see it on the Dart Facebook page or my uh, mum's Facebook page. Like, Just keep an eye out on there. There'll be a few raffles if and, you want to get and involved. And I'll, I'll or,
1: chuck that on my page tonight too, bro, so people can have a look as well. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Thanks,
3: Ben. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of ultimate promotion you can get. And Did you want to give a quick shout-out to, to our good old mates at the Dart Depot?
2: Yeah, yeah. Of course, got to give a shout out to the Dart Depot. Just absolutely the best thing we have in the country for for dart supplies. And he's just like really good when it comes to the all round like helpful. Like the the gear he has as well. It's 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 there's something for everyone there. So it's yeah, he's he's too good.
3: Yeah, Andy's sitting on his throne right now with his (laughs) wine. It's got,
1: yeah. Swishing the whiskey. (laughs) Yes. got got on for everybody. That's a new motto.
3: Hey, uh, Jack Shepard, thank you so much for your time tonight and uh, all the best day. And we look forward to following your progress up over in Europe. Thank you for having me. Go there and smash
1: it, Jackie boy. Thank you, Ben. Yeah,
3: bro. All right, that's Jack Shepard there. He's got a couple of big tournaments coming up over in Europe. He's a very young, up-and-coming New Zealand darts player. He beat Ben a couple of times, as he just said there before. So he's obviously got some very good talent, or well, more than I've got anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, and he's only
1: 16, bro. Like, you know, you've got to oh, be, that's be crazy. realistic. And that's... he's only 16, and he's playing amazing. So um, it's not about... But It's not about the results for him, it's about the performance, and I think he's really going to show people what he can do.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's 28 minutes past 8 here on SNZ's Adviocchi. Coming up after the break, we'll catch up with Mal coming. 28 minutes away from 9 o'clock on SNZ's Adviocchi. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more. The Dart Depot, Ben Francis here alongside me. Big rig Ben Rob, who is off to the Ali Pally in London in December. And one man that will be joining him from Australia, is Mal Cumming. And Mal qualified. He won the DPA Oceanic Masters. He defeated some high-quality players on, on the way there, including our very own Hopai Puha. But uh, Mal came out on top, beating uh, Gigi Mathers 2-1 in the final. Mal, congratulations. How are
4: you? I'm very good, mate. Thank you.
3: When you hit that winning double, how did that feel knowing you were going to the Alexandra Palace?
4: Uh, to be totally honest with you, I actually thought I had another set to go. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I actually walked back and stood next to Junior and said, it's your walk, mate, go for it. <laughs> he goes, no, you've just won at you goose. <laughs> oh, well, that makes it easier to win there, Mel. That did. I didn't have to worry about that winning double, mate.
3: Oh, that would have taken a lot of pressure off. I could, have, I could imagine trying to have a winning double to qualify for that. would have been pretty intense, but you know, didn't even worry. So how good? I love that. Uh, but, yeah, no, that was good. But now, you've had a pretty good year. So you have qualified You qualified for two of the three darts masters that were down here and then to cap it off with a trip to Ali Pally, you know, what have you put your success this year down to?
4: Um, Basically just hard work and a bit of self-belief in myself. Um. Yeah, I've just, I've learned to believe that I am good enough to mix it with the best star players in Australia and New Zealand, except for Ben Roberts. <laughs> <is
3: the best. laughs> oh, mate, that that's uh, really good. You know, how's the organisation going for You know, what have you? What's your plan heading leading into your trip over to London?
4: Um, well, perfect. To be honest, I'm uh, doing nothing. My beautiful wife is doing it all. She's organising flights and accommodation and where we're going and everything else like that. Um, So, yeah, it's just trying to organise everything. It's it's a bit tough at the moment, Um, trying to organise the flights because, you know, the price of flights and everything else like that. Um, But, yeah, just putting a bit of hard work in and hitting the board a bit more and trying to prepare myself.
1: Hey, Mel, uh, was, was Tash with you when you won it?
4: No, he wasn't, mate. He didn't turn up for this trip.
1: And um, how did that phone call go down, mate? Because I know that she is your biggest supporter. And I know when you when you succeed, she uh, lives that just with you. So that must have been an emotional phone call, home.
4: Uh, yeah, it was, mate. Um, I had a bit of an interview with um, Dart Down Under as well. And, yeah, they mentioned Tash and how it was not having her there. And, it, yeah, it got a bit emotional. Um, But, yeah, I rang Tash probably about 15 minutes after the win. And, yeah, we both actually had tears. (laughs) Um, Tash was crying before when the game actually finished, she tells me. So, yeah, so she's very proud. Um, So, yeah, no, it was was a happy but sad sort of thing at the same time.
1: I know, right? Because me and you were supposed to meet up at Lakeside, mate, and we just decided... You know what? Let's just go to Ali Pelly this year, eh? so <laughs> well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and mate, I've, some of the some of the best games I've had online. I mean, we've had we've over averaged over a hundred against each other so many times. You must be yeah. excited. You, you you're not worried about who you're playing, so you must be excited no, for I the have, opportunity, I'm, brother.
4: Yeah, no, I'm really excited, mate. It. Um, yeah, as you say, you and I you and I have had some um, fantastic clashes over the online and. Um, Even face-to-face, we've had a couple of good ones. But um, just the experience to be able to go across and play on the biggest stage we possibly can is um, an awesome feeling. But to be able to do it with the likes of yourself, Raymond Smith, um, with knowing that Simon and Damon are over there as well, makes life a bit easier. Yeah. Um, And yeah, as you say, whoever's going to be my opponent on the night, I'll give it my 110% and uh, go from there. What will be, will be.
1: And do you, do you think this year playing in the World Series stages has kind of prepared you a bit more mentally for the Ali party this summer?
4: Yeah, for sure, mate, because um, I've never been on that uh, type of stage before. Um, yeah, I've been to Lakeside, but they're a different sort of a crowd to the PDC crowd. Um, but just knowing how the PDC work behind stages, you know, how they run everything and how it all works is a big help. And to be on that stage in front of, you know, 4,000 screaming Kiwis is just crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I've seen online your trip was booked um, for half of the World Champs and you had to move it forward. Uh, On your page, it said that you're going to give Q School a crack this time around.
4: Oh, Yeah, well, Tash and I decided maybe about a month ago that we're going to give go over to the UK in uh, January and give Q School a crack. Um, There's no time by the present. I'm playing well enough. I think I can upset a few people if not get a tour card. Um, But, yeah, we we held off on uh, buying a ticket just in case that slight chance that I happen to get a ticket through the Oceanic and go to the Ali Pali. So now we go for two months instead of one month.
3: Now, just going back to the uh, Oceanic Masters, I think there were 32 guys... Uh, competing for that, how how did you feel on the in the morning or when you kind of went there? Did you did you believe in yourself that you were actually going to get get uh, that spot at Ali Pali?
4: Yeah, look, I go into any tournament thinking I'm going to win that tournament, um, as Ben would all his tournaments. Um, but to be fair, my round robin stage of the board was not very pretty at all. I was very lucky to get through my board. Um, but once I hit the knockout stages, I seem to click into another gear and step up. And, uh, yeah, as you said earlier, I beat some some great players, David Platt, Hope Eye, Gigi in the final, um, even young Brandon Weeny, who's just come back from the uh, UK and the World Youth Masters. Um, yeah, I felt confident with, once I got through a couple of them, and then, yeah, I thought, yeah, I can win this. I can go all the way.
3: And I'm guessing playing on the Ali Pally stage is you're going to probably be the biggest uh, moment of your career thus far.
4: Oh, 100, percent it will be, so yeah.
3: How, how long? How long have you been watching darts for? Because you know, I, I could imagine that you kind of sit there, you know, imagining you being up on that stage, and now you know it's going to be a, a reality that you're going there. You know, what does that feel? What does that feel like?
4: Yeah, it's a great feeling. I, look, I've been playing darts for 32 years. I started as a 15 year old with my father. Um, just in social leagues. But when I moved to Melbourne 12 years ago, I said I was going to step it up and see how far I can go and had no idea that I'd make the Alley Pally stage. Um,
1: Bro, that's got to be a a great feeling, Mel. Sorry to take it back there, bro, bro. but, like, dude, you've got a great story, man. And, like, to get to the pinnacle after after all your hard work, bro, like, absolutely stoked for you, brother.
4: Yeah, cheers, mate. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it is an awesome feeling and the support I've had you know, back home, not just Tash, you know, who is my number one supporter, um, just anybody everybody that knows me has you know, supported me, which is fantastic.
3: Well, Mal, thank you so much for your time tonight uh, and once again, congratulations on qualifying for the uh, Ali Pally. It's an awesome, awesome achievement, especially with your first time going and we uh, really hope that you enjoy it and, and embrace that time up on the stage.
4: Thank you very much, mate. I really do appreciate it. And hopefully I don't draw the big rig straight <laughs> up. Otherwise, you're hey, going Matt, home upset. When you walk out, mate, I'll be
1: there for a cuddle when you get before stage, mate. I'll
4: be there, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> Not a problem, my friend. Easy.
3: All right. Cheers, mate. That was Mel coming there, talking about his uh, first ever trip to Ali Pali after winning the DPA Oceanic Masters. And we'll be back after the break talking even more darts.
0: Books. there is a light that never goes out and there is the hope and there is the glory and there is the title would you believe it no one but no one could have expected Ross Smith to be crowned European champion he's won a major and boy he's won it in style what a win what a performance and for Michael Smith more heartache an eight major final and an eight major
3: final
4: defeat
3: that was this morning the european oh, european tour championship whatever it was called but it was absolutely incredible because no one would have picked ross smith at the start of the weekend uh, to win 120,000 pounds by beating michael smith in the final boy that was at like I said that was completely left field I think the top four had never won a major before so it was always going to be a new name on the title but I think even with that lot you probably wouldn't have picked Ross Smith to come out on top but awesome awesome for him he's been chipping away on the PDC, PDC circuit for a while so great to see him uh, hit that mark and we were just talking off air Ben saying that you've actually played him online before
1: yeah yeah, I played him on Dartstream live uh, when we had the COVID going on and Um, went all the way Uh, I was buzzing the whole time playing a tour card holder went all the way and averaged 100 and he averaged 108 or something Um, he was he's just naturally a good dar player and he just smashes it but stoked for him like you didn't think that Smith was going to win a major like you know as
3: as Stuart Pike said on there on the commentary it's uh, 8 major finals for Michael Smith and 8 losses so you
1: gotta feel for him eh Um, like we were just saying before man like The more it happens, the more it's going to become a thing. And then, if if anything in darts becomes a thing in your mind, then the the hesitation will show every time he makes a final. Uh,
3: Don't worry. I know exactly what that feels (laughs) like. I know exactly what that feels like. Yeah.
1: man, And, dude, he is a future world champion waiting. It has to be. He's just so good at what he does. And I feel for him, man, because he's so talented. And it just seems to not just click at the right time. Well, it's a a bit
3: like a a Peter Wright case in a way because once Peter won that world title, he started winning a lot more regularly and a lot more consistently. And that could easily happen to Michael Smith.
1: Dude, and Peter Wright's in his 50s, and okay. some people forget he's been playing since he was a teenager. Yeah, it so, took that long for him to so get a you know,
3: world title. How many years have I got? 24 years, I think? Sweet. <laughs>
1: you and I both for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's hear a bit from Ross Smith now after he uh, pocketed 120,000 120, pounds. I can't yeah. even say it. Was, it's too much. This is the thought of thinking Quarter about Quarter of a million New Zealand dollars oh, in a f- weekend. Let's just hear him. Wow. Um,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon. Over the moon. It's been 10-15 minutes since you won it, all the, all the pictures and you had to do, is it? Is it sunk in yet, what you've just achieved? Uh, probably not, to be fair. Maybe, I, I don't really know if I'm but, honest with you. I'm a bit baffled, so um, all I can tell you is that I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. First major final, you've averaged over a ton and watching it, it seemed as if there was no nerves. How are you feeling up there? Yeah, I was feeling all right. Um, I just kept telling myself it's just a normal game. Just go up there and throw your darts and, um, yeah, just crack on. And don't put no pressure on yourself. Just go and throw and enjoy yourself. And um, that's what I've done. You've always said you had the A game to trouble the best in the world. And today you've joined that group. It's a very elite club, people that win televised majors. So that must be a huge confidence booster. And how does that feel knowing that you're among such great names? Yeah, to win a major, wow. Um, it's something that I've dreamt of, could only dream of. Um, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. I can't, I can't even put it in the words how I feel. It's absolutely amazing and um, it's just a privilege. Absolute privilege to be part of this and, and to win it is absolute privilege.
3: Ross Smith there talking with uh, Phil Bars from Online Darts and as, as we said, heading into the weekend... I, I really want to know how much he would have been paying at the New Zealand TAB because I probably <laughs> would have been in that 500-1 category. Uh, not being disrespectful to Ross Smith, but that's probably what it was like. And Everyone kind of been talking a bit about your usual favourites, your and prices, your Van Gerwins, yeah, your Peter Wrights Peter Wright and all that. But some of those guys fell early. and Ross Smith kind of went under the radar. I know people, lots of people were talking about Josh Rock as well. I know after he won his first round game, he was, I think, third favourite. Yeah, he TAB. was favourite to beat Michael Smith, too. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely incredible that he came from that distance. Ross Smith, uh, absolute congratulations. And I think even though he won, he's still in the position where you could draw him at the World Champs.
1: Yeah, um, he's out. No, no, I don't think I can. Not first round. I think he's top, not, top
3: 32. Is, it, is he in the top 32 now?
1: Yeah, yeah. so he dropped. He just, I had a look now. He just jumped eight spots, and now he's 20th in the world.
3: Oh, there you go. Yeah, so when so, I when I looked he wasn't in there, so yeah,
1: yeah, so he's doing well. Um as I've learned this game in the PDC side, uh ranking's massive. Uh if you if you break top 16 in the world and uh, uh the pro tour order of merit, you're in everything online uh, on TV and that's how those that's how those guys make their money as the majors and in, in the big TV events. So uh, he's getting oh, he's getting real close to that top 16 spots and mate, I mean how good is the PDC now? I mean so many different winners and majors across the board, Danny Knoppert, Joe cullen, like everyone it's not just the same names winning them anymore, so it's good for dart team variations and winners
3: well they, well even some of these guys who are i guess even pushing or you know, we've got had guys like Rob Cross that came from nowhere uh four years ago to win the the world title, and even a guy like Nathan Aspinall who's been chipping away but had had his injuries uh, Dirk van dydenmbo who is up on the on the tally up there as well guy who these guys that Everyone is competing, and that's just what is making it a lot more enjoyable because yeah. even, even just six years ago, it was all, oh, Michael Van has won again. Everything. And even though he's won pretty much every, like all the, the big, big titles this year, he's still not winning everything like he was. No, nah, no, nah, it's so,
1: and I think it's a mix of him obviously falling out of that kind of prime form he was in and everybody just getting better. Uh so many names coming through. Even young that young Josh Rock averaging like hundred and seventeens in the pro tour, like man, that's like legit stuff. So uh good signs across the board, uh this time at the world champs. Um you I don't think you can call a winner. There's just that many good players. I mean, why not big room, you know? But they're legit there is 100 players that could win that this year. It was so good to see.
3: And one player who I think people really need to keep an eye out on and only qualified today uh, in the women's draw, Bo Greaves. Yeah. Part of your 180 team? Yeah. She won eight straight uh, women's series events to finish second overall. She missed the first 12, so she won every event that she competed in. She finished ahead of Fallon Sherrick, who, of course, came here for the Darts Masters in Hamilton and has uh, created history. But Bo has... Beaten her, yep. finished ahead of her, and now qualified for the world champs. And she is no mug. She's only eighteen, but she is putting up like a- averages in like the nineties. I think it was even a couple of hundred averages as well. She, she beat is... Fallon
1: with hundred and seven average today. Yeah, there you That's go. A record.
3: And I, 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 think if I was uh, one of the PDC players and I drew her, yep. I'd probably be quaking in my boots.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, legit. And her beating Fallon today actually took Fallon out of the Audi Pali. So, Fallon Sherrick will not be at the Palace this year. It's Bo Greaves and Lisa Ashton, so...
3: And I, 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 I actually think that... I, I think she will win. I think Bo Greaves will get a win at Ali Pally. I think she's... That's that. a
1: big statement. But has she, has she been on the big stage? Has she been in front of the crowds?
3: Well, she's been on the Lakeside sort of crowd, but yeah. I know, or the O2, I think. But it's I know it's not the exact same, but I think she's that good that... Definitely. That she could cause an upset, because all you need is just a guy that is... Out of form a little bit, but still qualified, and and you're going to be away. Yeah, and that crowd loves an underdog story. Exactly, and they so, love
1: supporting the woman players, and when Lisa gets on there, and now uh, when Bo gets on, whoever Bo gets to play gets to play. That person is in for a tough game. Not just against her, but the crowd too, because they're going to love her.
3: Exactly, and uh, we're nearly done here on SNZ at the hockey, We're about uh, six minutes away from nine. The show's brought to you by the Dart Depot. Dart, boards, Lighting, and more the Dart Depot. Mate, I know your lovely uh, partner has booked you out, but has she booked you in for the show in two weeks' time. Yeah, mate, I'm here. If, oh, I, if
1: I'm in the country, mate,
3: I'm here. Oh, that's, that's what we like to Maybe two more. Have. I've got two more in oh. here, reckon. Well, I, I've already begun uh, began organising your replacement, just so you know. Oh, you can't replace me, mate. What are you well, talking well, about? Well, oh, we, we need, need, the, need the side man. You know, we, we, need, yeah. we need the pro.
1: Oh, I tell you what, you watch the messages blow up
3: when I'm not here and someone sits in my seat, mate. i tell you that for
1: sure.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, as, as I say every time, every time you're not here... Uh, the, the text machine does blah but uh Mike H thanks for texting in saying hey Chris what a great supporter you are to uh, Ben and all of us on Wednesdays at Birkenhead there I said it now you owe me a beer so Chris <laughs> Chris is in the corner just uh, yep. enjoying it all go go buy Mike a beer this week on on Wednesday at Birkenhead but that's all we've got time for here on SCNZ's at the Oki Ben Francis and Ben Rob talking all things darts by the time the next show starts, I believe the Grand Slam will be getting underway, which is the last big one before the World Champs. So we look forward to discussing oh, yeah. that. Love talking darts, mate. Love talking darts. We'll be back in two weeks' time here on SENZ at the Yockey. Take it easy.